Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, you guys. This is Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. So I completely dropped the ball on recording last Sunday and Friday. And when I went to record last Sunday, I realized that my notes were not at all what I wanted to do. So I uh, changed it up a little bit. This is episode 19. And I'm going to be talking about the black-eyed kids, which is super, super creepy to me. Um, And there's a lot of information on it, so this will probably be the only thing I talk about today. Happy Sunday. I am having a delicious coffee, Guatemalan roast, with a little vanilla creamer stuff in it. Um, so thanks again for listening, everybody. Again, I'm so sorry I dropped the ball on the past couple of episodes. I don't know, I feel like I've been playing catch up and I'm not quite there. So my life has been kind of a shit show the last couple of weeks. Just trying to catch up on life. You guys know how it is. Um, so just a few housekeeping notes. If you guys will go to Apple Podcast and give me a rating, that would be awesome. If there's anything I can do better, if you just hate the sound of my voice, cool, stop listening. Um, anything like that. If I say um too much, which happens, no big deal. Also, check me out on Instagram. It's Lattes and Legends. Facebook, Lattes and Legends Podcast. Email is lattesandlegends at gmail. The shop website, which I still have some stickers and coffee mugs, is lattesandlegendspodcast.com. And if you guys want to email me your urban legends, that would be amazing too. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, stuff like that. 
So, the sources today for my Black Eyed Kids podcast. Wikipedia, always trustworthy and reliable. Skeptoid.com. Rare.us. Bulbapp.com, JimHerald.com, Snopes.com, SupernaturalMagazine.com, Counterpunch.com, no.org. Here we go. Just going to jump right into this sucker. Okay. The black-eyed children, also called the black-eyed kids, are mysterious beings that look to be of kid ages between 6 and 16. They only appear at night and to unsuspecting adults alone in parking lots or in their own homes. The kids come out in groups. Ah, sorry guys, I just lost my spot. What the hell just happened? Okay, the kids come out in groups of two or more and often ask for small favors. The favor could be to make a phone call, to get a ride home, to come in and get something to eat, a glass of water, or use the bathroom. The few people who have had interactions with the black-eyed kids expressed feeling unexplainable fear when the children are close to them. No one knows where they came from. Um, extraterrestrial, UFOs, vampires, and of course, demons are a number of the assumptions about these kids. So one of the first public stories that came out was by a man named Brian Bethel. Um, And apparently this started a whole urban legend of these black-eyed kids. Reddit went crazy. You know, sci-fi shows, paranormal shows all got sucked into the urban legend of the black-eyed kids. So... This happened in 1996, so I have Brian Bethel's story, Um, and we're just going to read it and go from there. So his um, story, I think, takes place in Abilene, Texas. There's also origins in Portland, Oregon. I think you can check creepy pasta because apparently creepy pasta blew up with all this information. Uh, I don't play much on creepy pasta. I'm gonna have to check into that. All right, here we go. So Brian Bethel was one of the first people to have documented meeting a black eyed kid in real life. He published a transcription of his event on his blog in 1998. This is part of his story. It was around 9.30 p.m. on January 16th, 1998. Brian left his apartment in Abilene, Texas to drop off his internet bill. On the way, he stopped at the movie theater next to the service provider's building to use the glow of the marquee to write out his check. As he did this, there was a knock on the window and he saw two young boys. He placed them between 10 and 14 years old. He described the boys as boy number one was slightly taller than his companion, wearing a pullover, hooded shirt, 
with sort of gray checkered pattern and jeans. I couldn't see his shoes. His skin was olive colored and he had curly medium length brown hair. He exuded an air of quiet confidence. Boy number two had pale skin with a little trace of freckles. His primary characteristic seemed to be looking around nervously. He was dressed in a similar manner to his companion, but his pullover was a pullover hoodie was a light green color. His hair was sort of pale orange. They didn't appear to be related, at least directly. Almost immediately, Brian knew something was up, and he had this weird sense of fear just wrapped over his body. The first boy began to tell Brian that they needed his help. They wanted to see the new Mortal Kombat movie, but they forgot their money. Instead of asking for the money itself, the boy asked for a lift to their house to go get the money. Brian said he was very nervous and he was very hesitant because the first boy was trying to coax him a lot. And he said things like, come on, mister, we just want to go to our house. We're just two little boys. Come on, just let us in your car. We can't get into your car until... You do, you know, just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it. We just want to go to our mother's house because we just want to see this movie. Brian Bethel found himself unlocking the door without realizing it. And as soon as he thought about it, he felt like the kids were pushing him to unlock the door. Like they were making him do it. So he caught his hand and he looked back at the kids, and he realized the kids' eyes were solid black. No iris, no people, no nothing, just black. Um, all the stories of people meeting black-eyed kids claim that once you realize their eyes are black, things get a little crazy. This is when things get dangerous. Um, that fear that you're feeling really comes to life. You're like, oh, shit. These kids have black eyes. No, like nothing else, just blackness in their eyes. And so this is when a lot of people say they knew something was going to happen. So the second boy continued to stand there at Brian's car just silently. And the first boy just keeps threatening him, saying things like, uh, we won't hurt you, but you have to let us in. We don't have a car. We don't have a gun, but you have to let us in your car. You have to invite us in. So according to Bethel, the boy was implying that they didn't need a gun. He started to pull at the door, demanding to be let in the car. So Bethel finally found his courage, pushed his car in reverse, and sped home. The boys, he left there. So that was, hold on, when was that? That was January 16th, 1998. So let's go to November 14th, 1998. Brian got this weird email blog list. Um, apparently he doesn't talk about it too much, um, but he has said a little bit about it. Um, the next encounter happened to his friend, John. John Northwood was one of Brian's online friends who was a pagan rights coordinator for an Oregon organization called Spirit. Brian Bethel claims that he never told his friend John about the black-eyed kids, yet this is an interaction they had toward the end of the same year. It takes place over a blog chat. 
And it starts with John asking if they really believe in ghosts or kids with funny eyes. And then... Um, this brings in a whole chat with them and Bethel doesn't understand why John is bringing this up, but it seems that he also had an encounter with them. So that is the story about Brian Bethel. Let's talk real quick about another story that happened in Vermont. Um... Here we go. So in the snowy town within the middle of nowhere, Vermont, an elderly couple is awoken to the sound of three loud knocks on their door. They get up and open the door and are greeted by two children, a boy and a girl. Our parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children didn't make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. The kids were seated at the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa, and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry at the children, and she hid under the couch. May we please use your restroom? The wife looked at the kids, and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were black and as starless as the universe. She directed them to the bathroom and to return to her husband, who was covering his face with his hands. Did you see their eyes? The husband then removed his hands, and she saw he had a nosebleed. At this time, the power had gone out, and the house was dark as the kids' eyes. The wife headed to the restroom, but was interrupted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall. Our parents are here! The kids said, and then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved but didn't receive a same friendly gesture. The two men and the children drove away together in one car. The power came back on a little while after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things started happening in the house. Three or four of the cats went missing, and the fourth had been found dead in a pool of its own blood. The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor. Then he was diagnosed with a very aggressive type of skin cancer. Yikes, yikes, yikes. All right, so, yeah. Um, I have another story. Just got to find it. Okay. Here's a story about a girl that wants to call herself Katie. All right, Katie, here we go. Katie was dropped off at her duplex, and she noticed two teens, 15 or 16 in age, in hoodies standing in her driveway. The boys had lurked around her neighborhood for months, but they had been so bold as to stand, but they had never been so bold as to stand this close to her house. Asking why they were on her property, the boys responded that they wanted to come into her house and use her phone. It was like, I wanted to let them in, but I knew they were evil, she said. So she ran inside. This is just one story of people talking about the black-eyed kids. Um, 
clearly Katie did not stay around um, to have anything bad happen to her, which is great. So great. Um, so there's tons of stories of adults telling about kids and hoodies. And I feel like a lot of this comes from what the media has said about kids in hoodies and how kids in gangs wear hoodies. And it's just this stereotype that these kids in hoodies, teenagers, uh, are dangerous, which I don't know, to me sounds incredibly silly. Um, because I love a good hoodie and they're comfortable and they're great with pajamas. And I don't think I'm a black eyed kid or dangerous. So there's that. So I have another story that was on Reddit. Um, it's about a female college student who chose to cut through a park on her way home one night. She sees a group of 10 black eyed kids hanging out under a pavilion in the park. When some of the kids begin to follow her, she asks them what they want. The black-eyed kids respond, they want some money for food, which she refuses. And then the kids leave. So, in this story, she feels a little uneasy, and it's considered a little spooky. Luckily, again, just like Katie, she did not hang around to see what happened. Um... So there's been lots of stuff in like paranormal news and UFO news about the black eyed kids. Um, but the thing that I think strikes me the most interesting is they have to be invited in. Um, which if you know anything about our good old friend vampires, Oh, that's right. You must invite them in. So that's, I think a lot of people get that notion that they could be vampires because they are adamant about, we can't do this until you let us in or you invite us into your car. So I have, I think one more story. This is in 2017, a woman passed a homeless man on the street and she said that there were a lot of homeless people in her area, but this one was really noticeable. Um, so she realized that she only had change buried deep in her purse, and so she wasn't going to give it to him because she didn't want to go all up in her purse. And, you know, things might fall out. She might have to get her wallet. Awkward situation. So she said she just kept walking, and the man just kept calling her name and shouting to her, um, she said she turned around because she didn't know this man and she was unsure why he was calling her name. The one thing she noticed was that he had black eyes and suddenly she was filled with dread and terror and she felt that he was not a person and he was a creature instead. Yikes, 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 yikes. In another story, a woman also said she always made it a point to avoid eye contact with this one homeless man in her neighborhood because he always freaked out, freaked her out. The one time she did notice him and look into his eyes, he had black eyes. And her quote is this. I mean, these people absolutely make you feel terrified. It's nothing I can explain. 
Even my bones were shaky. Ooh, yikes. Um, so yeah, I know this episode is short and sweet, but it's kind of creepy. Black eyed kids really freak me out. Um, luckily I've yet to see one in real life. So that is a positive (laughs) for sure. Um, and yeah, if you guys have ever come across anything about black eyed kids, I would love to hear about it. If you are as creeped out as I am about black eyed kids. Oh, let me know. Shit. It creeps me out beyond belief. So, yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful Sunday. I think I'm going to go to a movie. Something about scary stories or something, which sounds like my cup of tea. Anyway, enjoy your week. I will be back hopefully next Friday. I don't know. Maybe next Sunday. Guys, i got to get my shit together. Um... Halloween is right around the corner. Fall is right around the corner. Literally right around the corner. We're having this Colorado false fall right now, which is amazing because it's usually 39 to 40 degrees at my house when I leave in the morning. Um, But then it's, again, it's 80 in the afternoon. So false fall is here. Also, I'm going to go ahead and plug my little company. Passion Flower Beauty. I have started making Halloween soaps and Halloween bath bombs and serial killer bath bombs. So if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. It is Passion Flower Beauty, also on Facebook. But more about this, check us out on Lattes and Legends Podcast on Facebook, lattesandlegendspodcast.com, and Lattes and Legends on Instagram. Oh, also on Twitter. You guys have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week. Later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.